wash my hands. My hands feel weird. <laughs> Load the chopper, let it bang on you. And wash my hands after I ate my nachos. <laughs> <laughs> Body to need I say more episode 21 Terrence we did it we can drink finally the show is legal we can all hang out oh man I can't drink I gotta go to the gym later well that's the show can drink is what's important oh yeah yeah, yeah. if you're at home listening to this how much want you to do I want you to go to your refrigerator I know you got something in there maybe it's in closet I don't know Get pour yourself lit. pour yourself a little something I want you to hold the glass up right now I want you to smile and I want you to nod that's what I want you to do everyone do that all at the same time Get smile okay. nod and then Lit. and then i want you to drink however you like you can take one sip you can take the whole bottle well not the whole bottle that's weird oh uh, what, what, what was your alcohol of choice when you were 21 like what was it we do you remember your first alcohol beverage well i wasn't 21 when i had i'll tell you that much <laughs> well <laughs> i definitely didn't wait that long i i i think i actually no no i was like 16 17 six 16? I yeah yeah that was I was yeah I, I think 16? I was around the same age. I remember yeah. it was a friend's party, but I can tell you what I drank. Probably just beer or something. I don't know. Just something crazy. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I couldn't tell you what it was. I, I we were all teens, and I remember we probably had beer. I don't know if anyone was really knew how to make like a proper drink though. You know, like maybe you'd have vodka, but no one had like, oh, I'm gonna I, mix this. Like we didn't know that shit. Mine's was definitely vodka straight i had yeah my, right straight that's, that's what i'm saying that pen, you didn't you didn't know about like mixing stuff you just kind of like i don't know drink vodka <laughs> my first my first alcohol beverage was during um prom you know how you have prom and you have like the after prom party or whatever well of you course. didn't have prom. you was an rotc well no well i could i i mean i still went to the school so i could have had a prom but i had uh, i didn't go to prom i went to military ball okay yeah which was so, our prom so you were kind of right yeah yeah we had um we had prom so we had the um after party prom and we was in a limo and my boy had a big bottle of gray goose. Yep, and everyone just passed it around drinking. This was right? the first alcohol I had and it burned it. the best. Oh out yeah. Of my That's the thing. When you first drink like hard alcohol, you're like, that shit sucks. Oh <laughs> that just man. burns. Why did I drink this? I took I think, I think two sips. I, I took two sips and that was it. That was kind of it. I was like, ah, nah, I'm good. And then That's I awesome. I I had um like a glass of wine or whatever, but that was my first alcohol experience. Do you so. what? Do you have like a drink of choice now? Like what's your like you go to a bar? If you just what's your classic thing you are? Yeah, you know what? I think I'm getting old now because I I like an old fashioned. Old fashioned, old fashioned doesn't mean you're old. Old fashioned is a is like I mean technically it's supposed to be the oldest bourbon. drink in the world. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why it's considered old fashioned. Um, old fashions are bourbon. good though. I'm a I, I like bourbon. I like yeah, but like what I'm saying is when you go to the bar, you know, you first if you like my first thought is cognac. But you can't just say, give me some cognac. You don't just say, give me some vodka. You have to like a drink. What's your drink? Are you still 14, 16? You're still just drinking straight out of the bottle? No, man. No, I'm I'm cognac. Either give me... Um, well, on the rocks, if you have Remy, it. If you have Remy, I'll take Remy on the rocks or Remy with ginger. Um, if you have, I, I hate Hennessy. I'm not, I'm not a Hennessy drinker. Hennessy's for like, like ghetto idiots, man. Even, like, even though I like, uh, I don't know why that became such like a, uh, I a mean, hood thing, Hennessy. I don't, I mean, look, black people love Hennessy. I don't know why. I'm not about black but, people. It's just, it's a very, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's like a, I don't say a hood thing, but it's definitely like, that's like a cool thing. Quote unquote, the drink. Oh, it's I, Penny. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I prefer Remy or give me some Duce. So you straight up um, just drink these things on the rocks. You don't have like yeah, a yeah, on a, combination on the rocks, of choice. Yeah, on the rocks or with ginger. Um, but wow. besides that, I don't really like mixed drinks that much because That's it's too, it becomes too sugary. You well, know, and you get headaches. I don't really. 
I my my drink of choice though is probably the whiskey sour. I do love whiskey like you and whiskey, okay, whiskey, whiskey sour. Because yeah. whiskey sour is simple. It's just two things: whiskey and it's sour mix, which is just basically like lemon lime. Um, that's like my classic go-to. I don't mind a, a good Long Island iced tea, but you have to find a good bartender because there's too many ingredients. Oh man, to see that—that's how you get the headaches. The wrong Long Island. Iced I don't. Tea. I don't. Oh man, what it's, I'm saying is too much. Mixed but together. that's what I'm saying. Long Island iced teas are tasty. But there's like five or six ingredients. And so if you don't have a good bartender, they're just going to fuck it up and it's not going to be good. Yeah, so you have man. to like, you have to know old fashions are always good. Um, you know, what's funny. A real cla- like if you go to a, like a craft cocktail place, you know, they put egg in a, an old fashioned. Oh, yeah. My boy Willie works at one of those places. That's that the thing. Like an egg. I, I, I don't mind good craft cocktails, but as a vegan, you really got to like ask them a lot beforehand, because if you yeah. just go to a bar, old fashioned's good. They use. They take like the egg yolk or something like that. That's the thing. If you go to craft cocktail, they put all sorts of crazy shit in their drink. So I had like to ask. Um, It's good though. No, Amy, stick with the classics. That's what I say. Once you become a certain age, you you kind of have your your classics, your go-tos or whatever. That's what I'm saying. You have to have like the things you like the most. Like an old-fashioned whiskey sour, probably my two like standard drinks. Nothing wrong with mixing it up, trying something new. But I like always a dark get... and stormy. If you ask him about a mixed I don't drink, know what that is what the hell is I that? Like, I like a dark and stormy. Um, it's a uh, um dark rum with uh, ginger beer and ginger beer is good, man. Yeah, uh, ginger beer and oh fuck, it's something else. I'm missing that, one ingredient. That's a root that really just took the world by storm in the last twenty years. Ginger, ginger was not a big thing growing up. Now I have gingers everywhere. Yes, the hell, it, I mean, I'm West Indian, so we use ginger for everything. Did you though? No, yeah, it was literally like ginger tea, and you use you you boil ginger when you. Did you see it fish. around in the world when you were just walking around in random places? Oh, no, I feel no, like no, ginger is no, no. in like everything now. Well, not everything, but you know, it's like one of those things that's really. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like guacamole. Guacamole yeah. didn't exist as far as I know until like 2006. Then suddenly, every place in the world has guacamole. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, my family's been doing it for a while. But yeah, you know what I, else? Mate, you know what else? Shots too. I was drinking ginger, ginger shots. shots yeah. When ginger I was shots young, are, like, supposedly ginger shots are good for you, like a shot. Like you don't drink a lot of good. ginger root, but it's it's hard it's, to drink. It's good. it's so good. You know what you do, and I always tell people this too. Like when they're doing mm-hmm. ginger shots, take some ginger, a little mm-hmm. bit of honey, a little bit of mm-hmm. lemon juice, and some water. That's, that sounds like a good combo. I I, I, I can argue that it's great. Like put it over some ice. Like you just it's like kind of having like, it, right? like a drink. Yeah, you just yeah. sip it. It's kind of like having a drink. It is don't really know. good for you. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. You know what's yeah. also made a huge comeback? Not even a comeback, a huge stepping from where it used to be. Cauliflower. Cauliflower was like a, a forgotten vegetable. It was like the thing no one liked. Cauliflower is not like so. Everyone loves cauliflower now. It's like huge. Yeah, I had some cauliflower rice. It was really good. I, I think part of it's because of keto. Because cauliflower, you can put like make rice and everything. And I think, I don't know what the other reason is. I mean, as a vegan, cauliflower is obviously used for sorts of stuff. But, you know, like cauliflower, you ever had cauliflower wings? They're delicious. Yeah, you keep talking about this. I gotta try it one time. Do you I mean you like cauliflower? Eh, it's a hit or miss. I like broccoli, so. So you don't. So yeah. if you had like a mixed, like um, like a rice bowl, and there was like some broccoli and cauliflower, you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, cauliflower. I'm not against cauliflower at all. I mean, listen, cauliflower wings are cauliflower that are made like chicken wings, so they taste kind of like chicken, but they still taste like cauliflower because you're eating a piece of fucking cauliflower. <laughs> so it's, it's not going to fool you, but it, it's hard to describe. They're they're good, man. Yeah. All right. But anyway, Terrence, on with the show. Um, it is one of the grossest days imaginable. It's hot as fuck and it's rainy. So I can't imagine two worse combinations. Um, but that doesn't stop our Black Excellence. Shout out, Terrence. Black oh, Excellence never. is Black Excellence is kind of like Father Time. Undefeated. Can't stop it. Undefeated. Um, can't stop what's up. Yeah. I mean, look, we were just talking about classic drinks and, you know, just like uh, 
being a kind of sophisticated, you know, when you go to the bar and, and yeah, she, what, what you got for it, some some good. So, so like uh, a, it's got to be like a Denzel or something. If, if it's this like you're talking about sophisticated. Yeah, well, we did Denzel already. I'm just saying uh, something like him. If you if you, like hit, Denzel, if you hit me yeah. with like, uh, you know, Kanye West, I'm gonna end the show right now. Well, I wouldn't say Kanye is classic at all. He's not. He's crazy um, person. He's not sophisticated. So, I'll tell you that much. Um, our black excellence of the week shout out goes to James Avery. Oh, that's a good shout out. James late, Avery. Great. James late, great. Avery. James Avery for, you know, a lot of people you may know him as Uncle Phil. Yes. Um, I've only ever heard insanely positive things about him as a person. James Avery um, is a very, very talented, talented man. Um, and of course, like I said, we mostly know him as being Uncle Phil. Um but he is awesome. awesome classically classically trained. I think it was. I think that's the proper way to say it. Um, uh, if he was trained in like an acting school, yeah. Yes, classically trained. Um, has um, normally done plays and things like that. And you know, if you watch like the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, reunion special that they I did, did or yeah, you watched it, right? Yeah, Will oh, Smith man, what, talks when they, highly about him. Everyone on the show talks so highly on him. And they talk about, you know, that that famous scene that Will has where he's crying about his dad. Oh, Will talks about scene. how James kind of brought that out of him. It was like, yeah. you know, and then he like whispered in the air. He's like, that's acting, you know? And it mm-hmm. was it was just like this guy was like, man, like this dude. This dude was really good, and then the crazy part about it, like as oh, that episode is Wikipedia. brutal, by the way, man. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, you, you can't episode, watch the episode without crying. No, I, I just, it, it, it's impossible. That's it's a impossible. brutal episode, man. It, it's it's really impossible. Um, but I saw he was in the the uh he he was Shredder in the teenage. I was, I was just gonna say I'm looking up this thing. He was Shredder. I used he to love Shredder. that. I used to that that was the one I watched growing up. Was, was exactly this exactly. Turtles. That's what I'm saying. Like I love. I gotta re. I gotta re watch something. I was like, I, I, I don't snap. He was Shredder. He was in Beauty and the Beast, the original movie. He was Winslow. Yeah. Was, um, I don't know who uh, Har Harud Hazui been in Aladdin. I don't know that character. Where are you looking, Aladdin? Yeah, he's. It said he was Harud Hazui bin. Oh. Aladdin. Oh, in the show. Oh, yeah, I don't know the show. I don't know. It was a I show. Didn't watch the, oh, yeah, the that, show Aladdin. Oh, oh, yeah, not the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? He did a. He doesn't. He he's he actually did a lot of voice work. I remember he did Transformers. He actually did a, like a few. I, he was I guess Megatron, he's, right? Uh, I don't know if he was Megatron, but yeah, you know what it is, man. He's just. I think he could disguise his voice well. Like I think it's one of those things you don't even realize it because he's good at like high. He's it's not him doing his voice. It's him mm-hmm. doing a voice, which is like a lot of people don't necessarily do they just have their own voice yeah doing a voice that's good there's, there's that's difference good. between doing a voice and then just talking right like a lot and yeah. a lot of act, like people want it depends like if you have like a big actor in a movie you're like oh it's paul giamatti it's just him talking you know because people want you to know it's him but other people can like disguise it which he can do yeah um but no man like i don't I, ask me why james avery came to mind maybe because i was playing the j cole song and it was like first things first rest in peace uncle phil um, yeah, man, he was just he was just that's the thing. If you like, if you oh, if man, you if you watch that um Fresh Prince reunion, they just talk so highly about him. Like, he was like the he really was the leader and like the the like the you know the heart and soul of the show in a sense, where like he was just such a like great dude who really just like was nothing but positive and like helping and teaching. So But you know what it also reminds me of when they speak about um him that way? That's how you want to be remembered when you die. 
Yeah, I agree. you want people to you know like that have known you or been around you, work with you or whatever to all like agree when someone says something and everybody shakes their head and was like, yeah, that was him. And, they, and afterwards, like, what a great person. That's what they say, right? Yeah, like Got you know, him. like that. That's that's leaving a legacy as well, you know, because when you yeah. leave this earth, your name. Hopefully when I die, Terrence, there's a bunch of people who are like, that guy fucking sucked. But then there's a bunch of people who are like, I love that guy. He did it. He was a fantastic person. It, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, hopefully I don't die soon and, and find out. But um, you'll be one of those people who is like kind of hated him, but I liked him too. No, no, I, I can never say that. <laughs> no, I know. Um, big, excellent shout out, Terrence. Shout out to you, Mr. The great, the late great uh, James Avery. Absolutely. Um, Got to make sure. Uh, what the? You good? Yeah. Sorry. I was... <laughs> Shout out to James Avery. Kind of, kind of ruined that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go. All right. Um, Terrence, let, let me say you're at home right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's say you're just in your room chilling, not doing a podcast, and you heard like someone in your house sneeze. What's the distance? What's the rule you have before you say bless you? Same room, <laughs> like got close to them. <laughs> because if someone's in the other room and you're like, am I really going to yell? Bless you. Is it really necessary? But then do you go, do they, they probably know I heard them. So do I say it? Like, what's the, what are your rules? Or maybe I act like I didn't hear it. They come in like, did you hear me sneeze? What? No, I had headphones. I didn't. What? Yeah, I'm probably going to act like I didn't hear it. I'm not gonna lie to you. So is it like in the room? Someone's yeah, in the room if you're with not, you. if you're not, if I can't see you. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, if I can't. Same thing. If I okay, can't so see you, then let's it say it didn't happen. It's like if a tree fell in the woods and there's nobody <laughs> it, around it, to hear it. No, no one heard it. Yeah. So let, okay, so let's say you're on a plane, and let's say it wasn't COVID, but you're on a plane. Someone in the same row sneezes. Do you re- look over and just go, "Bless in you." Same, like in my row or in your style. row, like you. There's someone right next to you. Like there's you. There's three people in your row. You and two other people. The person right next to you just sneezes. Oh yeah, yeah. you said bless you. You said that. So yeah, yeah. If, they're, if they're across the way in the same row, no. No, no, no. Too no, much, that, right? This, yeah, that, that got to be rules. You can't just get someone in the front of the plane. Bless you. Like, that's who got time for that. Yeah, like we're generous, we're nice, and everything like that. But there's limits. You know, I'm not just going out of my way to get on a freaking bullhorn and be like, "Did you sneeze?" <laughs> no, bless um, you. That's one of the worst things. If someone you 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 hear something and you're like, Did, "Was that a sneeze? Is it a cough?" I don't. You know, you you want to like say it, it's like. Uh, Bless you if that was a sneeze. I don't know. You know, like it's an awkward moment. You don't know what to say. No, I'm not doing all that. That's, so that I hear, like too much work. But if it's some like a friend and you're unsure, you're kind of like, did, did you? Because you don't want to go, did you sneeze? And I go, yeah. And then you go, oh, bless you. So sometimes I just go, bless you if that was a sneeze. Because I'm like, I don't know if it was. Bless you even if it wasn't a sneeze. No, because you. Well, bless you, know you if you sneezed. And if not, I don't say. I just say that's all I say. But you also got those weird people that have like the loudest sneeze in the world. Yeah, I'm, no I'm working. I'm working on that. Terrence. You heard me in a few episodes ago. Fucking <laughs> like, why is it so loud? Like, you don't like. Can you control that? You have no control over that. Is what no. you're saying? Well, you know what? Is some people like hold. You know, some people be like, go sneeze and they go. Ah! They like hold it in. I don't I think hold, that's good. I hold mine. Sometimes. No, I, I don't think that's good. I think it's unhealthy. I think you're gonna brain. You're gonna have aneurysm. You think that's. That seems like something I'll cause an aneurysm or something, right, Terrence, or like a Joe. blood clot. That you think can't hold your body, in. your body is 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 telling you to sneeze. If you're like hold, if you're going to sneeze and you hold it in, it just feels like a problem. It's like, like you when to, you when you were so younger, don't chew, uh, don't swallow your gum. 
because it doesn't. Yeah, that, true. It, it we get to we your found heart. that that's bullshit. By the way, it actually will go out of your body pretty quick. <laughs> that's what we learned recently. That's how you sound right now. Like holding in your sneeze may cause not, your brain I'm to explode. I'm not, I'm not telling you it's a rule. I'm saying it feels like an unhealthy thing to go and like hold it in. It feels like your body's like your body's literally making you sneeze for no. a reason. It's not like it's accidental. No. Whatever. Um. All right, Terrence. Something we talked about last week that I think we should talk about this week is you said you when you were working you were an intern at the uh, mta and they were teaching you like interview skills and whatnot and then you got back your family was like oh you're so different you you're talking white yeah right yeah let's talk about that terrence what i hate when people say stuff like you're talking white you're talking black or something that's so insulting to everyone like why if you speak properly why is that white why is that not as a black man speaking properly um is that not what you are because it's un, it's it's quote unquote uncommon, right? But that doesn't mean it's white. It doesn't you know? mean it's white. Like like okay, like a suit, like like a normal you know suit and a tie. That's like your standard business outfit in the majority mm-hmm. of the world. For you know, for a guy, for women, it, it varies a little bit. But that's a standard men's outfit. I don't know who invented it. It's probably some British dude, right? But that doesn't mean it like only white British dudes wear it or like it. That's the only part. No, it's just what the standard suit is. Speaking proper any language is proper, no matter who it is. If, if it's English, speaking proper English is just speaking proper English. To me, it's insulting to say it's speaking white or you're speaking white. No, I mean, it's an it's insulting. But I think in the black community, I think I think now now in the black community, we're starting to say, hey, just because I, I speak this way doesn't mean I'm speaking white back then when i was younger yeah it was looked at a little bit weird it was just like well why do you say why do you say why are you saying your words like that you know why 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 you know just like you just sound different and you just sound like a white guy and i understand like yeah if you grow up a certain wherever you do grow up like people all have dialects and, and yeah i'm lingo i'm the anomaly and... i grew up in the hood i'm gonna i'm the anomaly like it's but, like you you go to school you actually go to school you have a job like a real job something actual and feasible and not to say that a lot of you know the, the people i grew up with uh didn't but a few of the people i grew up with you know yeah they they went on to do other things or whatever i always said i always looked at it like this if you could get up at seven o'clock and stand on the corner and risk your life, then I they could get up at yeah. seven o'clock to go somewhere where I, I don't have to worry about risking my yeah. life. Like literally that's an how, honest job, right? That's <laughs> how I always was able to see it. Like, yeah, I can go and do that. I, I can. I can go and do that if I wanted to. But there's too many variables involved with that that I just don't want to take. Like, I don't, I don't want to go that route. So yeah, if you? we both get up and we get to the same corner at seven in the morning, but I now have to go into Manhattan to go to my job, but you have to be here. You still here in the hood. Like, yeah, in, and you're in always going to be there. If you yeah. And you're, you're, you know, your, your thing, this is your thing. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I've always, I've always been the one that's like, I don't knock nobody hustle as long as you understand what comes with it. Because if you yeah. gotta, if you gotta go that path to do what you need to do in life, you know, maybe the way you grew up, you didn't have the necessary resources 
to make a change or do something else you know maybe you do don't you have... think that's true though like it's like you said if in theory they could have done what you did i mean i'm, I'm not knocking no, anyone necessarily but if, if they're waking up doing that why couldn't they also get the job and go somewhere and, and do this because they, they you because and maybe them they, the... maybe i went to school and they didn't go to school but you, you know during up in the same area school, why couldn't they have done that it, it's a choice right they made those decisions it's, I mean, it's, and, it's know. a choice but also you become a product of your environment because yeah, my true. mother woke me up to go to school what if their mother didn't care yeah, if they mom, went to school or not your mom you know? is uh seems like she wouldn't take any shit of course not you know when i graduated <laughs> high school she said you got two choices the army or college that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it was she said you got two choices. Go one of the two choices whatever so I went to school. What's up? I'm not going to the army, you know. Yeah, um, that. even though, like, shout out to other people, you know, that serve the country. And, yeah, and no, it, listen, I, I think you should, route. if you want to join the military, you should want to join it and not join it because you know, like, it's, it's you know, your parents are giving you a certain choice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you should actually go. Yeah, I, I want. Yeah, to serve. yeah, and and that I was like, nope, I have, uh, I have same, I've had several family members in the military, whatnot. So, uh, yeah. shout out to them. But you know, I, what say, is, I man, don't knock hustles because I still I still know people. That I don't know, necessarily knock it either. And, I mean, if, it depends on the they, hustle. I mean, they, they're on whatever the path that they on and they doing what they're doing. Look, whatever's meant for somebody is meant for somebody. Right now, to get back to the whole back part the, of yeah. speaking, you know, quote unquote white or whatever, it just was deemed like you're not a part of us anymore. Nice. You're not you're you're not a part of Do you us. still you're follow that. Kinda, Do you still think that's a thing like nah, now that you're nah, older? Nah, nah, nah. No, no. And the thing is, like. I'm still I'm still me like my skin color don't change just because I pronounce word differently. It's you even speak properly. <laughs> like I, my skin color doesn't change. See, you know? like I I'm think, not a chameleon. It doesn't I just think, go white. I think, you know, when I say certain I think words. that's my biggest problem with it. it's like speaking a certain way is almost guaranteed a product of your environment. Like you just said, that is what that is. It's just like we talked about maybe a few weeks ago. Let's say some dude grew up around where Eula was did was white. He probably dresses and talks just like you because you all grew up in the same area, and that's what people yeah, get there. Dialect, always white Mike. Um, that's why you get like your dialect and the way you speak and the way you act and dress. It's from where you grow up, you know. Like th- th- that's just the way it is. Like people, that's what yeah. people do. So it's the same thing. Like I don't you being able to speak proper English to me is so. There's something called code switching uh, in linguistics, which is. Everyone does I hate it. that term, but uh, go ahead. Just yeah, I don't like the term. Either, I, I hate I, the term. It's not a great term, I, but it, you know, the, the, the thing is like, if you, the way you speak, the way I speak in an interview is not the same as when me and you speak to each other, it was not the same as you maybe speak to your mom or to your friends. Like we all kind of have different ways of like, and it, it shouldn't be, I think too drastic necessarily, but we all speak differently with different people because it's the way it is. Like if you're it's talking about your friends from the hood or whatever, like you're, I'm sure you're not talking the same way with me. It's just the way it is between it's them. It's just and, the way it is. That's and, it. And there's nothing wrong with code switching. There's nothing wrong with speaking differently. But if you ha- you're at an advantage, if you can do that, if you if people are giving you shit because you can't because you speak proper English and they can't, it's like well they're at a disadvantage because you can't you can go an interview and sound great and sound like people want to hire you exactly. as opposed to someone who comes in there speaking like they don't. And again, and that's about- always been my advantage, and I knew that. That's but you know what it is? It's, it's not even necessarily, it shouldn't even be a white or black thing. If, you, if you're from the South and you're white and you speak like a fucking hillbilly, then it, it, you still aren't speaking proper English. So that also, you need to be able, that's, you know, it doesn't, it's not necessarily like, that's why it's dumb. Like if you're not speaking proper English, it doesn't matter if you're from the South or from the UK and, and you have a crazy dialect or you're from the hood or you're from any other place I could think of. If you're not speaking proper, you're not speaking proper. There's a way to speak English properly. And if you don't speak it that way. There's a way to, I, 
yeah, there's a way to speak English properly because I know in the Spanish culture, there's different ways of speaking Spanish and there's not necessarily a quote unquote proper way or whatever, at least, you know, that I'm aware of. With Spanish, though, obviously it is very dialect per country. You know, right, like Dominican exactly. speaks a certain way than Mexican. Right. That's not quite right. But exactly. if, if you if you're if you're in DR, if you live in DR and you speaking a Spanish that's more from like Mexico, they yeah, they might not like that because they're looking at like proper to them is the way exactly that, the standard they speak, yes. right? And it doesn't that's just the way it is. English and Spanish, all these things like as things Spanish from Spain, they from what I've heard, like people from Spain, they kind of look down a little bit on that because like they actually speak proper Spanish, quote unquote, because like it's from Spain, whereas everyone else might, it's whatever we're getting to the to the to minutia here, but yeah, like you have to know how to speak whatever language it is properly, and there's a proper way. You know, America has a proper way to speak English, just like the UK has a proper way, and Russia has proper Russian, whatever it is. I, I hate the idea of like, oh, you're speaking white, you're speaking black. It's like what? Like yeah. so, if, if I speak more slang, I'm speaking black. That's like insulting the every black person ever. <laughs> yeah, and it shouldn't be like that. And then you know the whole code switching thing, right? So. They teach you about, quote unquote, code switching. Well, I, I learned about it. I learned about it years ago while learning how last, to, in the uh, fall semester. Actually, I didn't I didn't I didn't know the term for it was right. Yeah, yeah. you didn't really I was know referring the term to it, it right. as revertigo. Like you revert back to how you speak with certain people. But that was just what I made up. Yeah. So when it, when, <laughs> uh, it really, yeah. when it comes when it comes to that to that, quote unquote, code switching thing, here's my thing. I'm not pretending to be anything that I'm not. Everyone right? coach with us. Anyone tells you otherwise is lying. When I used to work in a corporate environment, right? When I used to work at um when I used to work at Barclays, right? I managed clubs, right? I was managing the nightclub. So in the daytime, it's still a corporate, you know, environment more so, Barclays, right? So I'm still dealing with like in the uh what we used to call it the calvin klein club it was more of your CK. you know yeah your ck was more of I forgot your, about um, that till just now CK. your uh uh corporate clientele and you know your ceos and things like that and i gotta be able to talk to these guys right yeah. i got i gotta be able to talk to these guys and but those then, guys know how to speak proper english if you don't those they guys will, yeah they, they they're not gonna go Oh, Terrence. Yeah, he. Let's bring him up. We should know that if if you can't speak proper English, you're gonna be right. like, oh, he's he so works hard. That's a, but that's you know, a different whatever. world. And literally right next door, literally right next door was Billboard Lounge. Billboard Lounge brought in a different crowd. Why? Because they want to buy bottles. So when I go to Billboard and I gotta speak to people in Billboard, I'm already I'm a quote unquote I'm already quote cold switching. Right. right. You're already talking a little different. I'm already talking a little different because when I get in here, I got to talk a little bit loose. Listen, I'm not going to be talking as proper now. This, now this it's, is, so you know, that's, now it's you, yo instead of hello. Right. Here's the thing about that. If you if you don't if you're not good with code switching, right, like because it, it should be somewhat natural. Like I never went out in my life to start doing this. People just naturally do it. And you should. You know, and it's also about like social cues. You kind of know when the right time is to do it. Like as you get older, if you're not, you doing gotta know that, who to do it to too. Yeah. Like you know, that's what like I'm saying. Some, it's, a, it's a social. You have to look at the situation. Yeah, talk and go, to everybody like, the same this, way. Does it? That's what I'm saying. If you are not aware of doing this and you're not doing it, you're at a supreme disadvantage. Unless you become like a drug kingpin, you're probably not going to get very far because you need to know. What, what, and it's like you, yeah, you, it's like you, you are said, Tony Montana. Yeah, if you could become him, right? But it's it's like you said. Literally in the same job, you had different code switching, depending on who you were talking to. You need to do that. 
Okay. Cause, and it's not, it's not about being like fake or anything. It's just about kn knowing how to speak to people. That, that's not right. being fake or anything. Like the way I speak to you is not how I'm going to speak to somebody. If I'm, it's, it's completely, if I'm interviewing you, you need to sound the best you can possibly sound. It's completely different and it doesn't take away from who you are. You are still authentically it means 100 you're adapting. yourself. It means you're an adaptive person. You know, it's a like, good thing. I, I don't, I don't like the people that try to make others feel bad about, oh, you being, you're not, you're not being real. You know what it is, man? A you lot know, of people if, if that's put, how you trying to change up how you talking or whatever or how you maneuver or whatever. It's you like, know what it no, is, Terrence? This, I'm in a different environment. I gotta you know I gotta move a little bit different. But honestly, man, I think a lot, and this goes for anything, really, but people put other people down when they can't do something, right? I think that's what that is. People who don't know how to speak properly, you're gonna of course go, well, you're not black anymore. I mean, you're whatever, just because they can't do it. If they could do it, I bet they wouldn't be saying that. I guess. I, I, I mean, not everybody, but that's just whatever, man. I don't know. I, some, I, there's a weird thing about like coming from the hood or not having a lot of like, you should always want that. Like people give Jay-Z shit because he has money. It's like, what did you expect him to do? He worked all that hard and made all that money so he could still live in a shitty house and, and be struggling. Jay-Z like once said, I don't be in a project hallways talking about how I'll be in a project hallways. Exactly. Like, Meaning, I've gotten to a certain level. I don't need, do that need shit to anymore. be there. That's what I'm saying. But, but like, it's this weird mentality of like, if you come from nothing, like, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. And this, if you come from nothing, whatever that is, whatever like low level part of the world you come in, whatever it is, it's like you, everyone's striving to make more of themselves and to make it and to, to make more money to not be in that position. But then when people make it to that point, a lot of people give them shit and like, oh, you've changed. You've sold that. It's like, bro, the that, whole point of the struggle was so I don't have to do this shit anymore, man. I don't want to live often, in a shitty place. That happens often with rappers, right? Where it does, you see a it, lot it of, makes lot no of sense. rappers, they, they become successful, they, they make it, and then they feel like they got to still be in that it's same so, area. To, I quote, hate unquote, that. I hate that mentality. Quote, unquote, keep it real, right? Now, you're not, keep, you're not keeping it real because back in the days, the OGs, the 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 Isn't real that how future died. Future's still future still alive. Who who who's the dude from 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 Eminem's Eminem's? Uh, oh, who, you're talking. Uh, didn't he die in the same club that like an eight mile took place in? Oh, it's like, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was based on a true story. He actually did. Uh, was proof, it not future proof? proof. Got proof. close. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because you're still hanging out in the same <laughs> shitty club that this place, man. You better than this. And guess what? You got fucking killed. And I feel bad. Don't get me wrong. But because that's how this shit goes down. It's always going to be jealousy that. in the hood. Fuck everyone, man. Focus too. on you and your happiness. Right. People want to hate on you because you're successful. Sorry. I when I'm in my when I'm in my penthouse rolling in money and doing whatever I want to do, I'm I'm gonna make sure I, I I send a quick thought to you about how you hate on me, and then I'm gonna get back my to my thought. Life. My thought is, get out. Whatever, whatever you, you can, built while being in whatever environment it is, you did it so you wouldn't be in that environment. That's the whole point. You're you're not successful so to still out. be unsuccessful. Get out. You're not missing nothing. You're, you're not missing nothing back there. That that all that all of that is behind you. All of that is a thing of the past. Yes, still still friends that you might have over there. You got phones. There's still family that you might have over there. You got internet. You can still have access to these people without necessarily being in there. Now, there are some people that are just going to be safe there regardless, right? There's some people that, you know, they're about that life. But like I said, when you when you, when you watch all these uh, documentaries and stuff or whatever and about all the, the drug kingpins and everything, whatever it may be, you could always watch any one of them. 
all of them have left the area. Yeah, I wonder why. All of them, no matter how much money they made, no matter how how big they were or whatever. Which, by the way, Godfather in Harlem is really, really good with uh, Forrest Whitaker. He's doing a really, really good job. Um, oh yeah, I, I heard about that. Actually, is it good? Yeah, yeah, he's he's doing a really good job on that show. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, um, with Godfather in Harlem. Um, he plays uh, Bumpy Johnson. Um, right. Yeah, I've actually heard about. It. I, I haven't. I'm glad you said it was good because I haven't actually got a chance. To yeah, check it yeah, out. yeah. Um, I wa- I like. I watched like the whole first season one night. And it just like stuck and stayed up binge watching it. Um, also, uh, Snowfall. Snowfall is an amazing show. It's also a show well. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty good. I want to check it out. But amazing show as well. But if you're watching these shows and you see it or whatever, because you know, people like the you know when they're in the entertainment, when you're black in entertainment world or whatever, you're kind of looking at things to kind of idolize or see or whatever. But like, if you really look at the details, they're not staying. They're not staying there. I'm not gonna stay in this environment because. I'm doing this to get my family out and to get me out. That's it. That's it. Shout out to um uh uh Lil Dirk whose brother just died, I believe, in the Chicago club or whatever, and they're from Chicago. Chicago's known for being a very, yeah, very, wow. very violent uh state, like the I think it's called Old Block or whatever. Chirac. Like area and everything, Chirac and everything. So, you know. But it's just like, man, yeah, I don't have to be here still. But this, this, this is what I mean. Like, I, I understand. Like, listen, you, it, no one want, well, no one should want to do what Kanye did, right? To get so famous, you're just, you're not even with the rest of the society. That dude has no clue what's going on in the world. Like, you can tell he's just fame and being rich. He has no concept of regular life. So I get not wanting to do that, but you can keep it real and still maintain like your normal, you know, like the mentality while living yeah. a safe and comfortable life. Like if you've earned that money, if you made become not even famous, even if you just, you have a good job and you're not famous at all, but you have a good job somewhere and you make good money. You know, what if you got, what if next year you make 150 K a year, you know, you're not rich or famous, but I'm you're out. making good money. But does that mean you have to go, well, I, I need to continue. No, you can still keep it real and, and just remember what happened and remember the struggle and, and keep yourself, um, your head down, you know, like you're, what am I looking for? like? Um, keep yourself grounded is what I'm looking for and still be happy and live like a nice, nice house or a nice apartment somewhere. Yeah. You know, like it's people are weird that way. And I, I don't, I think people got to stop with the whole talking black, talking white, talking this thing. Like you're, if you're speaking properly, speaking properly, if you're speaking, yeah, slang, if, anything, speaking we slang, should, if anything, we should encourage more to be honest. We should, we should encourage uh, more proper speaking, yes. you know, there's slang nothing wrong, there's slang nothing should be a, a thing. I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with speaking slang or proper. Well, yeah, it's just a matter of where it. you're doing it, and it's a matter of how you use it. Like speaking slang, it, it, speak slang all you want, but if you if you're trying to talk to you know an interview, if you're talking to like a boss or talking to someone who can you know is higher up, you probably don't want to talk slang. You probably want to speak more properly because that's what they're expecting, and that's what how they are. I used to um, I used to interview uh people at um uh this company. Um, yeah, we talked about that, right? Didn't some lady, uh, some woman, almost offered you a uh, to keep her job, right? Yeah, no, no, no. That was that was that was a different <laughs> scenario. Um, but no, I used to um, I used to interview people at this place. It was a nonprofit company that helped people get jobs, right? Um, and basically, you know, I would do like a bunch of people, and I knew where they were from. They're from, you know, uh, low income areas or whatever. Again from the hood so i i knew what i was interviewing so i always had it in in my heart that i'm always going to give 
one person that's probably not qualified but has potential a shot right okay so i remember this this kid came in for an interview right shirt three times bigger than him well, that's just that's right. kind of just sad really it's not like three times shirt was b- three times bigger than him you know tie was huge down to like <laughs> see, i feel i see that and i think he's trying even if he's doing it wrong that, he doesn't that's, know that's it's what not I like he's as well. it's not like he showed up and was like i could give a shit less that's like what he's I trying that's what i thought not everyone well, knows right? how to tie tie i learned early so I, i'm good but not everyone yeah. you know pants was looking crazy sneakers on not even shoes or whatever he came in an interview sat down in front of me you know i looked at the resume barely had anything on it or whatever so i put it to the side you know one thing about me when i'm doing job interviews i don't care about the resume and I've always yeah, in a lot in a I lot don't. of ways, you really shouldn't. You should really try to just because this, a resume is cool, but people lie yeah, a lot. Number yeah, one, this number is, two, this you have to know the nothing. person. The person. I'm a I'm a read you in this yeah. two to five minutes yeah. to really know if what I actually because I'm a look at it after, you know. But I'm a read you in this two to five minutes to know if what's on this paper is legit, if it's made up or whatever. That's true. Like you, that, someone could say know? all these great things in their resume. Talk to them. You could be like that's. That can't be right. true. <laughs> so I, I always put the resume to the side. So he hands me the resume, barely has anything on it. I put it to the side. I said, tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, um, just tell me a little bit about yourself, right? And he goes on to talk and everything. And I'm looking at his body language. One, he's kind of slouching. He's not really paying attention to what's going on. He's, his he, the, the words, he's like, you know, um, yeah, you know, so... I'm just, you know, I'm out right. here. I'm just yeah. trying to do what I could do, you know, blah, blah, blah. you know, and it's, it's just like right. immediately if it wasn't me, it was somebody. If he was interviewing with somebody else at the time, OK, thank you for your time. Uh, we'll be in touch. Yeah. Right. But when he finished talking, I, I told him. Right. I said, look, here's the thing. You came into this interview and you look unprepared. You look unprepared. The resume that you gave me. Is on the, it, it's on something, but you should have took the time to probably get resume paper, right? To make yourself stand out. Right. Also, the way you're presenting yourself, you're slouching, how how your your body language is. You know, you're using your hands a little bit too much in an interview. You know, whereas it's supposed to, you're supposed to be able to to turn this into a conversation because as an interviewer. You know, I'm just going to ask you questions. But if you can change what's happening and turn it into a natural conversation, you gain my attention. You gain my interest in you. And now we start looking at the resume and saying, all right, well, tell me a little bit about what you did here. Tell me a little bit what you did here. Right. So I told him that and I said, I'm not going to hire you, but I want you to take what I said and use it for next time. Come to find out, he was a, a little bro- he was a little brother of somebody that um worked for me at the time, hmm. right? Yeah. So the dude comes up to me at work or whatever. He was like, "T, um, my brother said he interviewed with you, and you didn't hire him." So I said, "Okay, well, who's your brother?" And he tells me his brother. I said, "Yeah, I didn't hire him." I said, "You want to know why?" I said, "When before your brother went to the job, did you did you try to prepare him?" He's like, nah, just told him to apply or whatever, and, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. I said, okay. Well, there's your first problem. I said, so you didn't set him up for success. So he didn't exactly know what he right. was walking into. Exactly so right. you you put him in a position where 
And I said, don't look at it like it's, it's weird. I said, just because y'all see me in a suit and tie don't mean that I ain't come from where y'all come from. I'm still here. I'm still in the hood. Ain't nothing changed. I just know how to maneuver different. That's all it is. I just know how to maneuver different. So you didn't you didn't give him what you had because when you interviewed, you didn't do what your brother did. You were set up properly. And when you spoke, you spoke elegantly. You spoke like you knew what you was talking about. And I looked at your resume and I saw your experience and it was like, great, this is somebody that could do the job. Even if they can't do the job, they have the potential to do the job. You didn't do that for your brother. So that's why I didn't hire your brother. Fair. He took that. And the dude literally was like, you know what? I understand. I understand. I'll have him ready for next time. And he walked off and that was it. I mean, that was it. And, and we and I say we because, you know, in, in our community, we have to prepare ourselves to to be in these different environments. A lot of these job interviews and stuff that we go on as black people where there's not another black person sitting across that table. More than likely, it's, a, it's somebody white. So you have to be able to present yourself as a non, and I hate to say it like this, but as like a non-threatening and more educated um, minority, because right. we're still all viewed a certain way, like yeah, for sure. sadly, but it, it, it just is. I mean, is yeah, I am it too. Is. I mean, our, our, isn't everybody? Right. It, it just, it just is what it is. So you, we have to prepare ourselves uh, a little bit more. And I, I thank God that I had the opportunity to go through an internship where I had, I learned from white people. Which would be nice how, if they did this in actual school to, because yeah, that's more oh useful my, than the bullshit oh they teach. God. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's start teaching kids how to, how to go on job interviews. Let's I cannot, I cannot believe that's not something that like, uh, high schools don't teach. That shit, that, uh, like yo, it's, that, it's that insane really be, the bullshit they teach high school kids, but they don't teach us. Oh, I don't know uh, how to fucking apply for an interview, how to make a resume, how to, how to write a resume, shake, yeah, shake someone's hand, how to speak someone properly, how to answer, how to answer people's questions. I've been on multiple group interviews where people questions will be asked and they don't answer the question. They just say something else. Like you have to be ready for like. If you're in a, if you're doing if you have retail experience and you do a retail interview, you have to know how to have like a, like certain stories ready. Tell me about a time that uh, someone did a great job. I make up shit all the time. But you have to, I, I, you know what it is. I, you, you need you need to know stuff like that to at least have stories in your head. Like and even yeah. if you make something up, like you need to know what to say. Or like, you they exaggerate to, something that didn't even happen to you. It happened to somebody else. Exactly you know about it, and now you're taking it at your own. To be fair, that's the, it. That's better than making something up because the more truthful it is, even if it didn't happen to you, the easier. It is to answer any questions because they might go oh so what happened when this person you, you want to have those things but that stuff should be taught in school but that's that's you know that's there's a, a um there's a there's a question that somebody asked me famously i remember this question right somebody asked me during a job interview tell me a time where you went above and beyond for the job that's a very very common question right especially and for I, like lower i had jobs. nothing to myself i have like what? several in my head because i've answered that question so many times so i had i had nothing in my to myself but the one thing i did remember was something when we were working at Toys R Us and it was during the holiday season and Pat had to drive to uh, a Long Island Toys R Us to get some product. So I took the story for myself and I said one yeah. time it was really busy and things were really crazy at the job and we were out of product and they were saying somebody needs to go to another borough and get it. And I volunteered and was like, I'll be that guy. I'll go do it. 
I'll do it. And I'll do it. I'll help. And I got in my car and I drove all the way there. And I drove all the way back. It was snowing. It was like eight feet of snow. You know, it was crazy. Armageddon. But I made it. And everybody at the job applauded. They applauded. Yeah. That's what you said. That's too much. That's too. That's too high. Uh, that one, but, you, went, you had overboard. But you get what I'm saying. Like Probably I took like, the story. I took the story. I took the story, and I just I made it my own or whatever. Honestly, I didn't exaggerate all of that. That shit sound crazy. But, but that's the thing, man. Like you, you, th- these are the things they should be teaching. Like how to get ready for an interview. An interview is not just having a resume and going in. Like you, they're going to ask you questions. They're going to ask you this. Going to ask you that. You need to know how to prepare to answer these questions. How to act. How to look them in the eye. Like. You, like those things are so important. It's like what you say is important, but how you say it, looking people in the eye, shaking someone's hand, dressing properly, having um, everything like that, that is like 80% of it. You know, because if you, if you look like an idiot when you go in there, you're not dressed properly, people are going to pass you over. If you're not speaking properly, if you're not like looking people in the eye, you're kind of shifty or you're, you're, you're thinking about like people, yeah, hiring managers see that shit and they just pass you over, man. Yeah, looking, millions looking of people in the eye is is a big thing. And I'm I know some sh- people don't like doing that, but, but looking well, people in the eye is always the people thing. in the eye when you talk to them. But anyway, thanks. You know, I was thinking about: Have you ever been turned down for a kiss? You know, like in a movie, like guy goes to lean in for the kiss, and the girl's like, "Oh my god, no, no, no!" Like, and you just misread the situation. Has that ever happened to you in real life? Um, no, because I used to hate kissing. What? I, what do you mean? You hate? I used hates to hate kissing. I used to hate kissing and I used to hate kissing because it was just like, I don't want to mess my lips up. Like I don't want to work, walk what? around with like a herpy bump or something. What? Like, what are you talking about? Where does this mean? Where does this come from? What a I weird. Just, I don't, I like, when you don't want to mess your lips up by kissing. So what was your plan to go through the rest of your life without kissing someone? No, I just, I didn't kiss. I didn't kiss girls that I was with at least until like three months in. That's f- that's insane, Terrence. Serious. How did you ever get a girlfriend if you wouldn't kiss her Serious. for three months? Cheeks, neck, all of that and everything. But I always explained it. Like, I'm just like, I don't like kissing or whatever until, like, I really know you. I've always explained When did it. you get past that horrible trait? Uh, Corey. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm super serious with you. You. I kissed Corey on the first night I met her. Never done that ever in my life. What you're such that that's I don't hey, what? baby, you know what you did. That's that's insane, Terrence. I got this question is going a different direction than I thought it would, but I just I don't even No, I'm serious. I don't like what you just walking around kissing. I'm not gonna I would be fine to kiss <laughs> just, if I met some girl at a bar, I'd be fine to kiss her. Kissing everything <laughs> if I met some some attractive woman at a bar, I'd kiss her. I don't give a shit. Why not? I saw I mean if she's if she looks gross, then I wouldn't, obviously. But see, that's the thing because they could be cute, but they could so still just to have clarify, some underlining thing going on. I didn't have time for that, man. So just to clarify, so in these moments where you've where you've had the one night stands, you never kiss these girls. Never kiss lips. hell no, never kiss on a one I can't believe Crazy. that works. I can't believe women are like, hell What the fuck no. is wrong with you? No, never kiss on a one night stand. I'll kiss That's the neck. Weird. I'll kiss the. Do cheek. you go down on them though? Hell no! What? <laughs> I just want to make sure you're at least consistent. <laughs> oh my god! I'll suck a titty quick, but I ain't doing that. I'll be honest, man. You you're weird. <laughs> you know, at least by my own standards, that's, that's weird. That's probably true, but I'm I'm not. So is there is there is there a time on when you first will go down on a girl? Is the same thing? You need to wait like eighteen months or? Uh yeah yeah yeah. I need. So you to got a mortgage a with bit. her. <laughs> <to get more. laughs> fucking rules man if nah, i listen yeah, i need to if, wait a little bit if i, I meet someone right and i like them and we, we, we spend a couple of weeks maybe talking or texting how long it take it you is. to go down a 
I'm trying to explain that to you right now. If I, let's say I met someone uh, tomorrow, right? We start talking and then over the next maybe two weeks, three weeks, we're texting, we're starting to flirt, with blah, blah, blah. If we go out on the first date, I have no qualms kissing her in any capacity. Okay. I, none. And whenever we first, like she comes over, I go over her place. I have no problems going down on her that first night. There's what? no difference between that and you waiting. You are insane. Bro, the, you waiting is arbitrary. What, what, what are you going to learn about them? I don't understand. What would you learn that make it more likely to kiss them? Goddamn safe. Like at least. Let's what do you mean tested. safe? Bro, you'll have sex with them and that's safe. With a condom. So what? That shit ain't hundred percent. Oh, so, so you'll use you'll using dental dab. Well, that's the same thing as a condom. Yeah, I'm saying reverse. like, are you, so you just you just raw dog tongue it? No, I'm not. Yes, <laughs> yes, you're, <laughs> bro. Where does this come from? Where does mentality come from? You like a listen? I'm not. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I, I, I listen. I was very cautious back. Well, there are back so then, many people I was who, very who cautious. Are, but they're back then. You still are. The only difference is you're in a committed relationship. But I'm in a committed is, relationship. I can do what the hell I want now. That's what I'm saying. But the, what I'm saying is like, you know, how many people out there sleep with all people go down, make out all this stuff constantly, and nothing ever happens. Hey, like, look, <laughs> shout outs to y'all, man, because I couldn't do it. That's I could so never do it. Weird. I never. Listen, How do you bring never, a girl home without kissing her? That's impressive. I'll actually give you props. That I've is never actually impressive. So is it on the lips? So, no. so you're hanging. So you meet a girl at a bar. You're talking. You, you, you're hanging out. You're and then you yes. the move. Hey, let's go back to my place. And there's no yeah, kissing. We, we exchange. You, let's exchange whatever we exchange, and whether it's number or whatever case. But you won't exchange like, kisses. No, or spit. we're not. No, I will. I will be. I will be like. Up on her, whatever, like nibbling on. I almost neck or doubt. I almost doubt all these stories of you picking up these women. I think it's actually all bullshit now because there's no way. I got these a women list. Are like this I guy, that's list. weird. That's even weirder than the kissing. We gotta stop I got talking because you're making the situation need to go worse. Back into it. I don't need to go back into it. Is Corey know about this list? My editing this out. A, my baby knows everything about that. Absolutely. She, she doesn't keep a list of women you've been with. She know does she know the list of women I've been you with? She knows you have a list of women you've like like a written down list. No, I don't have a written down list of women I've been with. But I have so what I'm saying is I have a list. Have I, have, I know, yeah, I know. We all have memory. I mean, that's different. Listen, listen. I don't, I don't, I don't have the. You have a the, list of women you've kissed, and the number might must be pretty low. What is it, like two women, three women? It is one, two. <laughs> I can't believe you have this three. rule, man. That's funny as hell, bro. You're afraid you'll you'll get completely it's like naked. Five, it's like five. You'll be completely naked with a woman, and you're fine with that. You'll go over her place, all this, but lips on lips. Whoa, hold on a second. That's too much for Darren. I need to know that you're clean. Yeah, I, I guess. I, need I don't to know, know that what you're clean. I don't know that, what weight. You go home with a girl thing. one night. It probably means she's not clean, Terrence. If if you if whoever the any, mean, any if you're willing you to do it, are you probably not clean either? Kiss. That's why you use a condom and don't kiss. Yeah, bro. No, it's not a hundred percent. Um, it's not a hundred percent. But I understand. What do you, what, what do you think a, you're gonna get bit... if, if they had something on their lips? You'd see it. Like gonna... No, that's not true. You it is. It's absolutely true. true. That's how like, it works. If they, you, if they had herpes, they could have an outbreak on the inside of their lip. That that's not how. That's not how it works. About. That's not how it works. You're just making stuff up to make you to make your point. It's not in the inside of your lips. It's on the outside specifically. It. Could, but what I'm saying on on the inside, like literally. I it's wish not, I was able to show you. How, that's not how it works. You see how you have like, like your top, your your bottom lip, right? Yes, I like know literally, lip. literally, right on like the also, top. To be fair, Terrence, if you met a woman and she's willing to kiss you while she has it, that's like that's that's not akin to like actual herpes, but she wouldn't. All right, she's what if not she doing just thought that. It was a blister. 
she would know if she if she gets if she gets cold if she she gets cold sore she knows she's not dumb right what if she what if it happens and it's just like oh it's a fever blister but she knows they outbreak people who get cold sores know trust me we don't it's it's not a lot of faith in people bro it's just it's just weird number one you got a lot of faith in people I guess, but it's just weird. I don't know what to tell you. Like kissing is like the most harmless thing in the world, and you're sitting here to you. It's the most dangerous thing in the world. It's the opposite of what 99 percent of humanity thinks. I'm just letting you know. Most people, most people will make out with anyone any day of the week. They, I don't give a shit about that. It's like having sex is actually like the big thing. Um, well, Terrence, you never been turned down for a kiss because you never kiss women. Fair enough. Um, Terrence, do you know what I was thinking about? High fructose corn syrup. It gets a really bad rap. Is it rep? I don't know what rap. that is. You know what high fructose corn syrup is? No, I actually don't. Like, I read it all the time, but I have no idea. But you've it. heard of it. You just don't know what it is. No, of course, yeah. Okay, but you know how bad it is once it's awful and it's everything, yeah. everyone advertised yeah, yeah, yeah. for it? Yeah, it's bullshit. It's a, see, you remember back like 15 years ago, everything had like fat free on it? That's what every, oh, fat free. This is fat free. That was like a big thing. Yeah. That's because people are dumb. And the amount of fat content doesn't actually lead to you getting fat. That's all about calories and sugar and trans fat and stuff. It's not about fat. But people are stupid and they see fat free and they think they can eat it. Jesus, that thunder. Um, people oh, are stupid. Rubbing against the mic or something. That's thunder, ladies and gentlemen. That's how insane it is in New York City right now. It just keep, keeps going. Um, anyway, uh, it's like gluten. Everything's gluten free now. Gluten is only bad for people who have celiacs or are sensitivity to gluten, which is like less than 10% of the population. But everyone thinks gluten's bad for you. You know, this is, this is where we live in. High fructose corn syrup, Terrence, is made from corn, hence the term corn syrup. And mm. all it is, is it, it's just a, it's a sugary syrup. Or, I'm sorry, it's a, it's a sweet syrup. syrup. And it's, it, its use is it's cheaper than sugar. So, and it tastes a lot, slightly different, but it can make things taste sweeter if you put them in there. That's all it is. It's not, it's no worse than sugar. It literally is like, actually probably better because it's made from corn but that's all it is if you don't want to eat like processed foods or sugar then yeah don't eat you know high fructose corn syrup but that's all it is terrence and people make it seem like it's an awful thing it's not it's, it's just people you're all blind everyone listening high fructose corn syrup is fine okay it's it, it's as bad as sugar i don't like sugar either okay like, if, you, if you don't like, like or avoiding sugar that's fine but people who Cane sugar is advertised on everything now, on anything that has it, because cane sugar is real, and high fructose corn syrup is processed, and yeah. people are stupid. That's what the, that's what this really comes down to, Terrence. People are just stupid. If you see high fructose corn syrup is fine, gluten is fine unless you're allergic or sensitive to it. That's it. Yeah. I have a bag of gluten in my 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 kitchen. Did I tell you about that. You have a bag of gluten. Yeah. Why? Because it's useful and it's not bad for you if you're not allergic. Oh, gluten is gluten. If you ever eat anything that's gluten free, you know it's like very like crummy and doesn't really stay together the same way. Yeah, gluten is what fixes that. Gluten is what makes things stay together, like bindy. You know, vegans use it for a lot of things because it makes um. Well, you can use it for a lot of things. But one of the things common is seton. Seton is like a it's a very beef like uh, vegan thing, and when you when you're making it, it's, you're making like a um. Uh, almost like uh, uh, like dough, but then when you put the uh, gluten in, the vital wheat gluten, it makes it like stretchy and like bendy, kind of like beef is. So she's for that. Um, but yeah, everyone's just people are just dumb turns. I mean, we can agree to that, right? Yeah, I mean, I've always I mean, said you, that. You don't trust people, and I think they're dumb. So there you go. Yeah, I think people are sheep. 
Yeah. God, they are. I mean, this is a great example. Everything says gluten-free on as if like the whole country's allergic, but it's not. It's only a few, you know, a few percentage points. So it's good that it exists, but people think that's like healthy. Oh, there's no gluten in it. You know, oh, there's no hot fruit, there's corn syrup, it's bad. It's like, no, these things aren't bad. They're just things, yeah. you know? The amount of, gluten is just like a preservative type of thing. Like, it's just like, a, you know how many things like that exist in, in like ha- everything you eat? But people just, anyway. Yeah. But anyway, Terrence, that about wraps up our show, unless you have anything else for us. Nah, man. Um, Fun, fun conversation. I'm going to see if I can hit the gym. Yeah, I got a class in like 20 minutes. Um. Okay, Terrence, we always end with a hypothetical question, so I have a quick hypothetical for you. What you got? If you could live forever, would you? No. Grant you immortality right now? No. Is it because of the family? It's because everybody else around me goes, so why would I want to live forever? It means I keep restarting. Death would be kind of scary now. I mean, doesn't dying scare you a little bit? Hell no. Really? You're scared of lips, but not death, huh? <laughs> that's it that's a great way to end it you gotcha. got, you got, you got, got you him got everybody got him <laughs> all right everybody uh that's about it terrence <laughs> break us out <laughs> you know what? i'll do it this time because you're laughing too much <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with us and we appreciate that need i say more